welcome to It Starts With A Click. I'm Olivia Bossett, fashion photographer and educator, and this is a podcast for fashion photographers looking to build their business on their own terms. Hello, how are you? I hope you're well. I'm really excited about today's episode. It is another solo episode just with me. Next week I have lined up an amazing interview with someone I'm very excited to be chatting to. It will also be the last episode of season three. I do 10 episodes per season and this is episode nine. So you have one more episode to look forward to next week before I take a little bit of a break. But I promise that next week's episode is going to be amazing. Today we're going to be talking about five steps to start shooting with brands. This is actually a blog post I wrote a couple of years ago and is consistently one of my best performing blog posts. So I went back over to it and had a look at it and I've kind of rewritten it with the things I've learned since writing that blog post because it's been a couple years and I've got a few more things to say So I'm going to be chatting all about that. Before we get started, I wanted to remind you that if you are interested in starting to pitch to brands, but you have no idea what to say, I have a free pitching template that you can download on my website. It is perfect for emailing brands and is exactly the kind of wording that I use when I email brands myself. So if you would like to download that, you can find it in the show notes of this episode or you can head to oliviabossarteducation.com and on the homepage you'll find it. There's a banner on the top of the page where you can find it. You can go to the free resource section and find it and basically it's everywhere. So you don't need to look very hard Um, and I really hope that you find that template helpful. I know that a lot of people have downloaded it. I think it's only been up about three weeks and so far I've had about 400, 500 people download it. So an insane number of you have downloaded it already. If you know someone who would be benefited by downloading it, (laughs) downloading it, downloading it, please forward them the uh, sign up form so they can also download it and they can start pitching brands as well. So let's get started with the content of today's episode, which is, like I said, five steps to start shooting with brands and the things that you need to know. So the first step to shooting for brands is to know who you want to shoot for. And I know that I go on and on and on about ideal clients and shooting with your ideal client in mind, but it's because it's so important. You need to first of all create a dream client list. If you don't know who you want to shoot for, how can you even get hired? I like to make lists and I have multiple ways of finding clients I'd like to shoot for, but when I do find a client I would like to shoot for, I have a Trello board. If you don't know what Trello is, it's like a project management software. It's very simple, it's very basic, it's free. You can, there are paid versions of it, but I don't pay for it. I use it entirely for free. And you can create almost like Pinterest, different boards where you can keep all kinds of information, but I create a dream brands board where I have um, a list of brands that I would love to shoot for, a list of magazines I'd love to shoot for, a list of advertising agencies I'd love to work with, all kinds of things like that. And whenever I discover a new brand that I might want to work with, I grab my phone or I open up Trello on my computer 
and I put that brand into that list. The reason I do it on Trello is because the app on Trello on my phone is really, really handy and simple to use. Um, I also have an Excel spreadsheet that I use for all my pitching and for keeping track of who I've spoken to and who I've emailed, etc., etc. Um, I really like Trello. I find it super simple to use. It's really easy and like I said, it's free. So there's no brainer in using that. Um, I'm actually using it right now. I plan all my podcast episodes on Trello as well. So I'm reading off Trello as we speak. So yeah, the first step, like I said, is to create a dream list of dream clients. And then once you know who they are, you can start to target them with all of your marketing, with your photography, with everything you do. You always have those clients in mind, which means you always have direction for where you want to go. So the second step would be to shoot a portfolio or create a portfolio that will attract those dream brands. So one of the big mistakes that I think a lot of people who are just getting started and who haven't necessarily worked with brands before and would like to is that their portfolio doesn't really match with the kind of clients they'd like to attract. Um, So look at your portfolio and ask yourself, would my dream client look at my portfolio and see themselves in it? If the answer is yes, then great, you're winning already. If the answer is no, you definitely need to spend some time working on your portfolio and to make it something that your dream client would look at and 100% be able to see themselves reflected back in it. When I first started contacting brands about working with them, my portfolio was definitely a little bit all over the place. I was still shooting weddings, I was still doing headshots, I was offering portraits, I was doing a little bit of everything. And when I was emailing them, it was a bit confusing as to whether I was a wedding photographer wanting to work with brands or if I was a fashion photographer who also did weddings. I am of the opinion that we should be niching as much as we possibly can and trying to make it very clear to someone that we do just one thing. I always use the analogy of if you hurt your knee really badly and you needed reconstructive surgery because your knee was completely broken, would you go to your GP who does everything, who treats colds, who can diagnose things, who does is just the go-to doctor for everyone that needs a little bit of something? Or would you go to the knee specialist who just does knees and just specializes in fixing knees, in knowing what's wrong with knees, in making knees better? I guarantee you, you would go and see the knee doctor. So the same goes for fashion brands. If they want to hire a photographer, they are more likely to want to go with the fashion photographer who just shoots fashion because it is their speciality and their expertise. So really think about that when you're creating your portfolio, when you're sharing your website with people, when you're building your website. Also make sure to look for gaps in your portfolio where you're missing work that might suit the brand that you want to shoot for and get out there and fill those gaps. So for example, if you really want to shoot for uh, coastal lifestyle brands, I use this example because it's something that I did a lot of. If you know you want to shoot for coastal based lifestyle brands like surf brands, swimwear brands, 
brands that are quite adventurous and outdoorsy and countryside focused. If you don't have any imagery in your portfolio that outdoorsy brands can see themselves in, i.e. you've never shot on the coast, you've never shot out on the, in the countryside, you've never shot with clothing that might look countryside-esque, yet they're not going to be able to look at your portfolio and say, I can really see her working with our brand or I can see him working with our brand. So make sure you've got something in your portfolio that they will look at and think, oh, I can totally see that photographer shooting with our product and it working really well. I hope that makes sense. If you have any more questions about shooting specifically for brands, feel free to message me and I will happily help you. Okay, so the third thing you need to have in place to start shooting for brands is marketing yourself consistently. That is things like get your Instagram looking amazing. I bang on about how followers doesn't matter that much. Sure, it helps when you've got like 100,000 followers. But honestly, I have under 10K and I know some of you will think, oh yeah, but you've, you've got almost 10K followers. You've got a lot of followers. In the grand scheme of things, I haven't got a lot of followers. And even when I had 2,000 followers it didn't hold me back. Like followers shouldn't matter. Please don't get hung up on how many followers you have. The most important thing you need to do with Instagram is to just have it looking beautiful, have it serving its purpose. Um, Another thing you can do is to start thinking about how you can use PR, so public relations, to your advantage. Um, I like to always try and think of -of out-of-the-box ways that I might be able to stand out and reach clients that they might not really expect. So I like to keep out on an eye out on something called hashtag journal requests on Twitter. Uh, this is basically a hashtag that journalists and PRs use to basically ask the general public for quotes or that if they're looking for someone they need to interview journalists will often use this hashtag on Twitter, on Instagram, on all kinds of places to gather people they need for articles. And there have been times when I've been just randomly scrolling through journal requests once or twice a week and seen something that I'm relevant to. And I get in touch with that journalist and they are like, yeah, we would love a quote from you on, you know, the best camera for selfies or whatever, like things like that. And you'd be surprised, like, that sort of stuff really does help get more eyeballs on who you are and your work as a photographer. I always get in touch with things like this, so it's absolutely worth doing. You never know who might be reading that magazine or that supplement or that piece of news article or whatever it is and may reach out and look you up or whatever. So don't discount PR. The next thing is to also network a lot. I know this is really hard at the moment with the pandemic, but it is still possible. Research people who work for the brands that you want to work for and see where they hang out online. I love to sign up to websites like The Dots and join in online events as well. A lot of people who are quite high up in fashion brands and in marketing they hang out on websites like The Dots and that is a great place to do some networking. All the things I'm talking about right now are networking and The Dots is a great place to network. The Dots also hosts and lets other people um, post about events that they're hosting 
um, and that is a lot of them are happening online now, which means that you're in a chat room with loads of people, and sometimes they're groups of 20, sometimes they're over 500, it's mental, and if you can get in there and start engaging with people as well, and you also get to participate in an event and learn stuff, this is a really, really great way to potentially meet people. The Dots is another great tool for putting shout-outs on. If you need, let's say, a fashion stylist and you want to start collaborating with people, you can post a request for one on a website like The Dots and you do get really good quality responses. I find that the people on The Dots are people who are at a certain level and who are definitely very high quality rather than people who are just kind of not sure if they want to go for it as a career. These are serious people on this website who are definitely very, very worth speaking to and getting in touch with. So absolutely recommend the dots. Another place is obviously LinkedIn. That is more of a general professional website, whereas the dots is very much focused on just creatives. Another place you can network is in Facebook groups for fashion creatives. There's a great web, uh, great Facebook group uh, based around London called London Fashion Creatives that I'm in and people are posting about jobs and about um, collaborations in there all the time. So that's a really great place to be. And if you're not in London, if you're a different part of the world, you know, look up Facebook groups for creatives in your area. I've recently moved, as you guys may know, and I'm having to build a new network in this part of the country. And I joined a Facebook group for people in this part of the country and I posted in there and immediately I've got connections and I'm meeting people and I'm actually lining up shoots. So that is amazing for me because I went from knowing no one to in a space of a week having loads of things lined up. And that is the kind of stuff that gets your work in front of brands that helps people know who you are and then spread the word. One of the main reasons networking is so useful is that if you meet someone at an event or on an online event or whatever and you tell them you're a fashion photographer and they go out in the world and they start meeting other people, if they meet a fashion designer who says, I need to do a photo shoot, they're probably going to think of you and recommend you. And, you know, the, the likelihood of that happening is obviously slim, but it does happen. I have absolutely had jobs come through thanks to networking events that I thought I would go to and nothing would come from, but I got a job from it. It's been amazing. I've actually had quite a few of those instances happen. So don't discount networking. Networking is so, so, so crucial. If you are able to go to in-person events in your area, 100% do that. That is so beneficial, even more so than anything online. I find that in-person events are where real connections are really made, where you go out and meet the best people. Um, and obviously, like I said at the moment, it's been a bit difficult because of the pandemic, but it's absolutely worth doing if you can make it. I know that things are slowly starting to start happening again in London. In other parts of the world, things are probably already happening a lot. So absolutely go to socially distanced network events, networking events if you can, and just meet people. You never know what might come of it. The fourth step to getting hired and starting to shoot for brands is to follow the brands that you want to work with really closely. 
So you know that list I mentioned at the start of the episode, you need to make sure that you're following every single one of those brands on social media and checking in with them regularly. It might seem really obvious that you should follow them, but a lot of people don't or they follow them, but they never actually see their stuff because they're not engaging with it and therefore the algorithm isn't really sharing it with you. So what I like to do is save a folder on my Instagram, in my saved section of all the brands I really want to work with. And then I make a point of once a week, just going into that folder, opening it up and just going through every single one of those brands and engaging and looking at what they're doing. The reason this is really useful is that A, the person who's behind the social media of that account may well have some influence on getting people in with the brand. If you ever want to do a collaborative shoot with a brand and borrow samples for something, the PR people are going to be the ones you want to speak to most of the time. And the PR people tend to be the people involved with the marketing in some way, shape or form. They're definitely a gateway into getting contacts or email addresses for people, so don't discount that. If you engage regularly, they will see your name regularly and that is a good thing for you. Comment on their posts, reply to their stories, you know, just be there, be present, show that you're interested and you actually really love the brand and you're not just saying you do. The other reason this is really important is that if you want to work for this brand, you need to know what they're doing. You need to know when their collections come out. You need to know what kind of imagery they're posting. You need to know what kind of collaborations they do. You need to know these brands well. And the best way to know them is to follow them and see what they're doing. Things also change with brands. Just because you know that they used to do something once doesn't mean they'll do it forever. Marketing strategies change, aesthetics change, collections change, designers change, everything can change. So if you're not keeping tabs on what's going on, you might miss something and you might miss an opportunity. You might see a post they share where they're looking for a photographer. That has happened and um, you miss it because you weren't following. Or maybe you see that they're you know, about to launch their new collection and you've got a really good idea for what their new collection could, what their new collection's shoot could be, for example. Following the brands really closely is super, super important. So if you're not doing this, if you're not paying attention, make it a priority, start making that list for yourself, engage with them on social media loads and you will be winning. Okay, so let's go on to the final point. And if you guys know me well, you may already be able to guess what this final point will be. But the final point to getting uh, work with brands is to pitch yourself I laugh because I'd say this all the time and it's true. It's really true. I do not want you to wait for these brands that you dream of shooting for to come to you. This is the most important step of them all. It's so easy to think that by doing all of the above, all of the things I've mentioned to you in the start of this episode, that you'll magically start hearing from brands and they'll start knocking on your door, they'll start emailing you, they'll start coming to you with proposals for shoots and asking you how much you charge and all of those things that we dream of. But honestly, that's not the case. When you're starting out especially, you need to be the one putting yourself out there and you need to be the one getting the work seen or getting your work seen by the people who are in control of big decisions. The easiest and the quickest way to do that is by pitching. Pitching is bypassing everything that we've mentioned about and speeding things up 
a million percent. If you're not pitching yourself, I like to sort of ask you to think of it this way. There are almost a billion people on Instagram. I'm just using Instagram as a marketing tool here. There are just, there are almost a billion people on Instagram alone. If you're waiting around for someone who works for a brand, who's looking for a photographer to magically stumble on your profile one day at the exact right moment when they are looking for a photographer for a campaign in your area with your style, who's going to be able to do exactly what they need, you're really going to be waiting a long, long time. It does happen. I will not say it doesn't happen, but it doesn't happen very often. The reason pitching is so incredible is that you can put yourself in front of someone and say to them either, I have an idea for something I'd love to do for you, or you can put your work in front of them and say, when you have something that comes up, I would love to be considered. This is the quickest technique to starting to get the ball rolling for you in your career and speed things up than anything else. This is the technique you need to know, you need to master, and you need to know how to do so that you know how you're going to get work. I I don't say this lightly in that I think it's the most incredible marketing tool I've ever come up with for myself. I've been pitching now for three and a half years and I will never stop. The first thing I've been doing since moving up to just outside London is pitching myself. And you know, that, that doesn't mean coming up with a proposal for every single brand for a shoot, but it does mean introducing myself, sharing my portfolio with people, just saying I'm available for meetings, I'm here to meet you, I would love to meet with you. If you need anything, please let me know. And also keeping in touch with people that I've shot with before is really important to maintain those relationships. And this is all stuff that I teach in my Pitching with Confidence course. If you don't know, I have an online course all about pitching, which is called Pitching with Confidence. It's written just for fashion photographers. And at the moment, it is not running. I am going to be reopening the doors in October. So if you're interested in joining that, please sign up to my newsletter. I'll leave a little link in the show notes to sign up to the newsletter so that you can be the first person to hear. But it is going to be very, very exciting this time. I'm very excited about launching it again. This course has helped so many people with their pitching and has led to so many changes in so many people's lives. It's changed my life completely. So I'm very excited about it coming back soon. Okay. So there you go. Those are the five things you need to have in place. You need to start doing to get hired by a brand for the first time or ever. You know, this is not something that necessarily you need to just do once and then it will keep going. This is stuff that I do now all the time myself and probably things I will never stop doing. I will never stop creating brand dream lists. I will never stop reaching out to people. I will never stop uh, curating my Instagram feed or whatever kind of feed we have in the future. And I will never stop networking with people. It's all super crucial stuff for any photographer, any fashion photographer especially. So I really hope this has been helpful. I hope that the tips have been helpful. I will see you next week for another episode with a very exciting guest. It's going to be the final episode of the season and I cannot wait for you to listen to it. We're going to be closing with a bang. I will see you then. Have a lovely week.